Hey, hey, pop culture and film fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, blowing into the new month with the one and only, my partner in crime, Drew Douglas. Blowing into the new month? I love, I love using adjectives that it makes you question what exactly is your intent with that today i kept saying i'm going to blast them in terms of like sending a ton of emails (laughs) and then i literally found myself correcting myself like the third time like blasting is like email blast you know and yeah 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 but meanwhile i kept thinking i'm i'm like i bet this coworker mine's thinking this guy has lost it no it's good though i mean i use the term blow a lot it usually has to do with <laughs> using the restroom. You know what? We are in, well, technically we're not in fall, but I'm. Uh, let's go ahead and just say that it's fall because the fall season doesn't begin until September 22nd, but a lot of things coming out. Speaking of sharing that excitement, we're talking about our September picks, plus we're going over the few movies that are coming out in this month of September uh, in the Rotten Tomatoes game. So we're going to break down our picks in terms of what we believe the critics, uh, the consensus will be on Rotten Tomatoes. But before we do all that, let's go ahead and talk about our September picks. And let's start with number three. Drew, what do you have? First up, numero three. It's a new supernatural horror movie. It's called My Best Friend's Exorcism. It starts streaming on Amazon Prime September 30th. It features Elsie Fisher... Uh, Maya Miller, and Chris Lowell. Now this is based on a 2016 novel that's set in the 80s about a girl whose best friend becomes possessed by a demon. Judging from the trailer, hilarity and hijinks ensue. I've never read the book. The trailer looks along the lines of, and it specifically mentions, um, Freaky and Happy, Happy Death Day, which uh, the director of that produced this one. And it looks like kind of a, a lighthearted horror film. And obviously, as we're inching closer to October, that is right up my alley. Yeah, that it sounds like that would be a lot of fun, especially merging those two movies together that you, you talked about. Um, I haven't seen anything with this. I have heard of the title, but I've not seen a single frame of this. So after this, I think I'm going to watch the trailer. It could be a dud, but it looks like a, it could oh. be a lot of fun. Well, speaking of could-be duds, I'm kind of worried about my third pick just because um, maybe, mainly the controversy surrounding this film and, and the filmmaker who's behind it. Uh, so Olivia Wilde mm-hmm. is the director behind my third pick, which is Don't Worry Darling, coming out in theaters on September 23rd. One of the few movies coming out this month that I'm actually excited to see. This movie looks like Stepford Wives, but after seeing the trailer, after seeing it many times, but the most recent time uh, of watching this, I started thinking, you know what? This looks like maybe a mix between Suspiria and, uh, and the Stepford Wives. Suspiria in the sense of where someone is where she shouldn't be, and she perhaps could be taking over this cold or whatever, wherever she's living. Uh, Plus, it's got Florence Pugh. This is the main reason why I'm coming to this movie. I am excited to see Florence. And I started thinking, like, she is one of my favorite actresses working right now just because she says so much in her body language and especially through her eyes. Like, 
she is one of the reasons why Midsummer is such a great movie, I feel, uh, because watching her performance is just is amazing. And I'm expecting nothing less, uh, nothing short of that in this movie. And especially we get Chris Pine, creepy Chris Pine in this. It's a sexy Chris Pine. Uh, he's always he's he's always bringing the sexy. Yeah, this looks good. A lot of drama behind the scenes. And it's getting like every single day it gets worse. I will say I'm not a big Olivia Wilde fan. I don't I'm not interested in this at all because of her. I, I like the cast. Like you said, I think it looks good. But man, the drama behind the scenes on this one. I don't know if the average person is paying attention to, you know, all the poppycock behind the scenes. Which it's interesting because I was thinking recently Olivia Wilde came out and granted, I don't know much about Olivia Wilde. I have have not really followed her. Uh, all that much in terms of um, like her acting. I know when she's when she's popped up in various projects, but um, I've I've enjoyed her work. However, Booksmart, her first her directorial debut, feature length directorial debut, I should say, uh, that was a film that I've never watched all of the movie, and it's that not that I dislike it. It's just like I've never been able to get through it, to be honest, and so. This movie interests me because it looks like a really weird, trippy thriller. However, thinking about her big plant, like behind the scenes rule is that whatever you do, I'm not going to hire hire jerks. But it's weird because it's like with all of these swirling rumors, it sounds as if this was nothing but uh, a giant cesspool of drama that could have been behind the scenes. So I find that very strange and weird how like you get from that rule, but yet there's a lot of drama, whatever. I don't know. And a lot of it seems to be involving her too, which is strange. Yeah. Maybe that's some weird, I mean, I'm sure who's releasing this WB and new line. Yeah. Which I'm sure they're loving it. I'm sure this is like easy, like free press. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's one of those things where it's like, this is this gets people talking. We'll see on September 23rd. I'm excited for this movie. It looks like a fun thriller. One of the few, I think maybe actually the only theatrical movie or movie coming to theaters that I will be seeing in September. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> sadly. Um, so my number two is the uh, the dreaded music pick. It's the 10th out. I say dreaded because we just, we can't talk about music, you know? <laughs> it's just impossible, but... I have to do it this month. It's the uh, the tenth album from the band Death Cab for Cutie. It's called Asphalt Metals, Metals Meadows, Asphalt Meadows, and it comes out on September sixteenth. Chances are you've heard of this band. They kind of, they're one of my legacy bands. Um, And for me, that's like a band or artist that I've been listening to for like a really long time, a big part of my life. And I started listening to these guys around 2001 when they released the photo album. And I've consistently been listening to them ever since. Uh, Musically, their albums have remained constant, like consistent for me in that I've liked all of them one degree to the next you know like there's some that i like better than others obviously and that's just kind of part of making music for 20 plus years this could end up being some upper tier death cab for me 
I haven't listened to them in a long time, so I may have to pop that on, especially since you got me into listening to The Killers again this past weekend. Killers have some new music coming out, too. Yeah, I I don't have any music picks this month, but I will next month. And uh, now it gets me... I, I may have to add them to my playlist whenever I'm working out, or especially early in the morning whenever I go for a ride. Well, speaking of sounding and looking good, I... Am going with a a new show that's coming out on Showtime on September 9th. We're getting a brand new John Bernthal led series, an American Gigolo. Talk about steamy! Yeah, this is going to be steamy. Uh, I do not have Showtime now. I did, and I got rid of it. I do what they say all the cool kids are doing, and I'm churning with Showtime. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> now, where where I ended up, uh, I only get it during a certain period of time and then I get rid of it whenever I don't want it. I just like let the free trial expire or, or whatever. Oh yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. So I, I did that with Showtime and I got it so I could watch some stuff on the service. So I may, I, I will get it for American Gigolo and then I'm going to binge that binge a few other things. But this looks so interesting. I am not, I'm not very familiar with the uh, original source material. And I went back and watched the trailer cause I've never seen the Richard, gear film um and then i uh i watched that trailer that actually looks like this show is going to honor that really well so is this a continuation or like a re remake slash reboot of it reboot yeah. like he's playing the richard gear character yeah yeah okay i watched the trailer i had no connection to the original stuff so i didn't didn't necessarily get it but man johnny b yeah, and I mean, this is where it looks like that um, Richard Gere's character and what he goes through in terms of like this crime, this murder, uh, follows same beat by beat, it looks like, at least story-wise, in terms of what this John Bernthal movie will or show will do as well. But John, considering that he's got this in the works, I mean, he's a busy guy now, and uh, I, I just I, I love that he's getting more and more projects, but considering that he's going to be leading this, he looks like he's it will be a little different for him. So I don't know a whole lot about this other than I'm stoked for this. Yeah, I, I, Rosie O'Donnell looks good in it. I'm surprised. Uh, I, and that's one aspect that I keep forgetting, too, that it's actually Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know if this is enough for me to get Showtime unless there's a good deal on the service. Yeah, and that's. I mean, for for myself, I'm hoping that these episodes are going to be a little shorter. I've actually been in, and I've been digging shorter, like 30 minute episodes or so. That's what's going on with Steve Carell and the Patient on a Hulu, where those episodes are hitting about 30 minutes. I, I'm actually hoping that this will be the case because it makes watching, since so much is coming out, makes watching these shows like this a little bit not necessarily that they're not tolerable but it's better more chunk size and i like that bite size. now do you listen have you listened to um johnny b's podcast at all i have actually and it's interesting because uh, quite frankly he seems to listen a lot he doesn't do a lot of talking and i haven't listened to a, like the shia labeouf i i watched that one because there was a clip on YouTube. I thought, oh, that's interesting. But he basically let Shy just talk most of the time. And he didn't say really a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He does seem super interested in his subjects and allowing them to tell their stories, which I like. 
All right. Well, good for him. You know, I'm still watching the Punisher season two. I'm on to season two now, I should say. And Johnny B, he's just the best, you know? He's awesome. Uh, my number one, this might seem like a joke, but I, I'm I'm being completely sincere here. It's Rob Zombie's The Munsters, which comes out <laughs> September 27th on Netflix. And you're going to be able to buy it on Blu-ray and digital that day, too. Now, the first trailer for this dropped, I don't know, a month or two ago. And it got a lot of people talking because it looks so horrendous. Right. It's something that looks so bad that I, I honest, I swear to you, I could not stop thinking about what I had seen in that trailer. And I'm just... I'm one, I'm fascinated to see how does Rob Zombie handle a PG rated project? Because up until this point, everything he's done has been so foul. <laughs> like either like the dialogue is horrendous, the violence is just extreme and over the top. I want to see how he handles doing something that is meant for a family to sit down and watch. And then I really just want to know, is the final product as bad as it looks in the marketing? Oh, it's awful. And I think a ton of people are going to be watching this out of the same morbid curiosity that I have. So I just, uh, I, I want to see how this turns out because it looks insanely bad. Yeah, this, oh man, I don't even know what to say. Because uh, with after watching the trailer, I'm like, well... I mean, you got to watch it, though, right? Oh, I don't. I will watch it. But I'm, it's crazy. This was like Universal owns the Munsters. I'm pretty sure it was it was on Peacock. That's mm -hmm. where you can watch it. Right. And I think this was made for Peacock. And I guess they don't want it because it got shipped and, or, you know, bought out by Netflix. So maybe it is a dumpster fire. Who knows? But I'm telling you, on this on the 27th of September, I'm flipping on Netflix I'm going to have a big tub of popcorn, and I'm going to have a hell of a night. <laughs> oh, man. I hope it's good for your sake because I don't... I mean, I I don't care if it's good or not. I just want to see the thing, you know? I have no... If, if this is the worst thing imaginable, it doesn't ruin the series for me. I'll just be yeah. more than anything curious. How do you greenlight something like this and then let it get made and come yeah. out? Um. You know, because forty million dollars is a lot of money. Right. One, it seems way too high for what this looks like and what this should be. And uh, it's just like, how does this happen? Well, that is not my number one. I'm going with a surprise release, considering that season three of this show dropped uh, a few months ago, and that is the final season of Donald Glover and his brothers, uh, Stephen Glover's show Atlanta, coming out. On MX or Hulu on September 15th. We got the fourth and final season, baby. They're back in Atlanta. And I'm curious how they're going to wrap this show up, especially with this show, if it will follow the same format uh, that season three did. And what I mean by this is something that we've talked about on this podcast before, where it's where Donald wanted to make short films. And he basically got away with that by working that into Atlanta. And so it has nothing to do with the main characters. Now, there are moments that it kind of gets back to the main story to a degree. I won't say how, but some some of that has some kind of connection. And I'll leave it at that. But this, I'm, I'm really curious, like, what is going to happen? I know a lot of people 
actually, I'm not going to say turned against the show in season three, but a lot of people were, uh, I kept reading online, they're like, um, started criticizing this show. And then even Donald and his brother had to speak out about this criticism, which I found to be very odd, but I don't know. Nonetheless, uh, I, I just want to see how they're going to wrap this up. I'm glad that it's ending after four seasons. I don't like whenever... Uh, something kind of overstays its welcome, and I think they're ending, even though season three was something very unique, I'm glad that they're wrapping it up now. Well, I'll catch up at some point. Yeah, I, I mean, there's some really great moments, some great episodes from season three, but I will say the ending, which I will not spoil anything, but it does seem as if Donald and his brother, uh, Stephen, are like maybe... Uh, trolling everyone like trolling um the viewers and maybe critics with the final shot <laughs> because it just goes on for so long and you're like huh uh, okay okay that they they went there they, that happened so uh yeah i i don't know it's i i'm very excited to see how they conclude this especially considering uh like the first season it just started off so it was so different and season three was very different but maybe a little too different based on uh a lot of the responses that i've read about online <laughs> all right so you want to do uh real quick you want to do september rotten tomatoes picks Woo! i'm ready we've got a new list baby now we had nine movies on here and i realized i forgot one and that one is called the monsters Ooh. the monsters so if you want to jot <laughs> down if you want to jot down your I'm guess real quick. Now. I'm ready. I'm locking it in. Now I've done really bad and I don't have an update on the game. We're gonna have to wait on that. But I'm I'm down I'm down by an absolute crazy amount. So I really need a good September. We got 10 movies that's gonna help me out. Now again, uh we're gonna guess the, the scores of these. And Whoever's closer gets a point. If you get it exactly, it's we're three points, and we're also doing bonus points for one random movie. And we will pick that after we make our predictions. All right, so these are in order of when they're going to be released. There's some confusion on some of these just because I think some start streaming or a bit on VOD first. Uh, not that that matters. But let's start with Clerks 3, Kevin Smith's new one, uh, just for... An example, the first one, 90%. The second one, 63%. What are you thinking for Clerks 3? So I don't think it'll drop too much beyond uh, the second movie because I went and looked at some of Kevin Smith's other movies, and they fall about in the 60s range. I do think this movie looks pretty bad um, based on the trailer, I hate it uh, because Kevin Smith is doing his thing. It's his niche, but I'm going to go with the flat 60%, which I think I think is pretty high. I, I may end up regretting that, but... No, I don't think so. I did 65. If this is the swan song, I assume, for Clerks, I bet there's a, uh, I don't know, like a nostalgia that people will have for it. But I mean, the Jane Silent Bob reboot, I thought that was pretty bad, and that was 64%. That's insane. That is insanity. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> so 65%, I think, sounds reasonable for this. Uh, the second film comes out on the 16th. It's called The Woman King. 
I see a trailer for this before everything that I see in Regal. I'll go first for this one. I have no clue. I don't think this looks bad. I have no... I, the cast is really good. Um, I'm going to say 82%. Ooh, wow. Okay. Um, I think that this movie will end up scoring very high. I think we'll do uh, really well um, at the box office. And I think that you're going to see critics and audiences coming out for this movie uh, big time and and loving it and praising it. I'm going to go with a flat 90%. I would like to say, I don't think this does well at all at the box office. This is not going to make any money. I, I kind of wonder if they will end up being able to... I know that Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is not close to this, but I really wonder if that will help it in terms of you've got a, a break in terms of being able to have like a movie that would end up being able to draw with this kind of like the, the story, which I am not familiar with this story at all, but I actually just, I, I honestly wonder if this movie will end up, I'm not going to say lighting it up at the box office, but I think this could be the biggest movie of September. Uh, actually, maybe of the fall, outside of like, say, uh, Black Adam. I, I really think this could be... Halloween Halloween Kills is going to demolish this. I don't know, since that's on You're Peacock. absolutely insane. No, the other one still made $95 million. It's going to make a lot of money. I think it will, but... Mm, Calling it right here, this movie tanks. This movie's going to do really bad. Oh. You know what else is going to do really bad? It's the new horror film from Ty West. Ooh. comes out on the 16th. It's called Pearl, and it's a prequel... <laughs> to the movie X that came out this summer, which had 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Way high. Really high, too high. I'm going to go with a high score still, nonetheless, just a smidge below that with 88%. Oh, goodness. I said 89%. (laughs) 89%. Ooh, that's going to be our new pause of fury. (laughs) 89%. All right, so the next one is Confess Fletch. Comes out the 16th. It's got John Hamm taking over the role of Fletch that was made famous outside of the novel by Chevy Chase. Looks quite a bit different than what Chevy did. Mm-hmm. I don't think this looks great. Uh, so I'm going to say 56%. Oh, my gosh. I went with 55%. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man, we are hitting, we're batting so close right now. That's terrible for me. Actually, I kind of <laughs> like it when we're this close because then it really, you really know right off the bat who's going to get it. Uh, this next one, I who knows how many people, I mean, I mean this could end up with 17 critic reviews because I don't think this is going to theaters. It might be, but it's not going to do well. It's, it's, it's the new Jeepers Creepers movie, Re- Reborn. It's been a long time since we've had a Jeepers yeah. Creepers movie. It comes out the 19th, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. Is it are you picking first on this one or me? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Um, this, I'm going with a flat 20%. <laughs> I said 34%. Ooh. I don't even think I saw the second one. I remember the, the OG one. I remember the director was a huge creep. And. Oh. That's about it. <laughs> Look that up if you don't know about that. Uh, Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling comes out the 23rd. Oh boy. 
I'm going to say 83%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have 82, uh, 82%. You said 83, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yep, I'm 82. Mm, I feel like I feel like it will be well-received. I do, too. Honestly, I think that it will, especially considering Booksmart got like 80 or 98% or something like that. All right, we have four to do. We have two minutes Ooh. left, so we got to crank these out. Uh, it's a new, the next one's a comedy. Comes out the thirtieth. It's called Bros. I'm gonna say eighty-eight percent. I said eighty-five percent. This is probably not a movie marketed to me. I don't have a strong desire to see this, but I will say we got a trailer before something, and people are like losing their minds over it. So uh, I'm yeah. sure people will like it. Uh, also coming out the thirtieth is a horror film called Smile. I'm gonna say. This looks okay. I would actually probably see this in theaters. I'm going to say 37%. Oh, man. Um, I went way low, maybe. I went with 20%. God. It's probably going to be truly terrible. It looks just like Truth or Dare, the old... Yeah. yeah. The, the money shot, the last shot in the trailer, though, I'm like, man, they should have saved that for the theater because uh, it's it. a good money shot. And it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus on the 30th. 50%. Oh, wow. The, the OG got 39%, but it's such a beloved hit with a lot of people. My wife loves that. That I think if you release that now, it gets a lot higher. I'm saying 68%. Uh, that, yeah. What did you say, 50? 50, flat 50. Wow. Mainly because of that OG score. The final movie, The Munsters, Rob Zombie's The Munsters, which we talked about. We both think looks like absolute trash. Am I going first on this one? I already forgot. We had to stop because of freaking Zoom. You go first because I think I ended up blowing through and I ended up doing the last two or three first. You did. You did Hocus Pocus 2. All right. I'm saying 21%. <laughs> My original one, by the way. Well, I'll let you go first, though. Hang on. So what are you thinking? I will say this will get the coveted spot of 0%. No, there's no way. I'm I'm gonna You're, I literally am locking in zero percent. <laughs> it looks that bad. I almost think you have to do at least one percent. All right, I will I will bump it up to one percent. I seriously think critics, you want to do zero. I'm just trying to think if, if this is like if that should be allowed because we've never had this happen. No, where we thought it would be that low. I I mean I I do think that there's a possibility that it could end up getting some positives, but oh my goodness, I don't know. It for sure will. There's going to be some idiot out there who says it's amazing just because they want to be, <laughs> you know, the person that just doesn't agree with the masses. So what do you want to do? You want to do zero or one? Uh, I'll say one. How about that? I'll, I'll bump mine up to one. And then what What was yours again? 21%. I feel like you kind of cheated okay. me there. but. All right. So um, we need our bonus movie. All these movies have been ranked randomly from one to ten. You're going to give me a number. I'll find out what number that is, where it correlates with the movie, and that's the bonus month. <laughs> Dang it. That's the bonus <laughs> movie for the month of September, and that movie's worth two points. So what do you say, one through ten? Oh, boy. All right, since this is... Because this is the most that we've done at one time, right? I think that this is uh, the largest list of ten movies. I think so. I think we've had... I think eight was last month, maybe, and that was pretty high. Or that, okay. could, you know, that could have been July, maybe too. Well, because of that reason, I think, 
And I hope I don't regret this. And hopefully it's not based on the chronological order in which we went. It's because not. It's totally okay. random. I'm going to say numero 10. Yes! It's the Munsters! Oh, jeez. And it got to 10 because I had already ranked them and then realized we had to do the Munsters and that automatically got number 10. Dang. All right. Well, this movie better freaking tank. Yes. <laughs> I honestly think we might be shocked at what the ratings are. Unless unless it's bad or, you know, just kind of mediocre and people just jump on it to jump on it. But I think we might be surprised when this lands in the 30s or 40s. Yeah, I don't know. Like this movie, I just keep thinking of how many people are like crapping on it already. And that's the thing. Like, I hope it's it deserves some kind of love. I hope there's some redeeming part of this. But man, I don't know. That's why I went so low because I'm like, I just, it's so, it's, I've never felt that way about a movie until I've seen the monsters. And now I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I think we need to for sure cover it. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely you know, going to happen. It's just like, we're, we need to sit and talk about it. <laughs> I could spend two hours talking about the trailer. There's so much to break down in there that's just, I don't get. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. just like, watch. It's like I landed on a planet and I'm seeing things for the first time. I'm like, <laughs> I, what is, I don't understand. Like, someone has to explain this to me. <laughs> so, of these 10 movies, how many are you excited for? There's Hocus Pocus 2, The Munsters, Don't Worry, Darling. And then, honestly, I, I do want to see Confess Fletch because my connection to the old Chevy movies, and I like John Hamm. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's like, I mean, I, I want to see it. I'm not dying to see really any of these movies other than Darling and Hocus Pocus and the Munsters. Yeah, honestly, on this list, I'm not... It, it's funny because I honestly would have skipped Confess Fletch, but then you sent me the trailer... And, and I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be bad. And I watch, I'm like, this doesn't look too bad. Um, I am uh, to the most excited would be Don't Worry, Darling. Um, I am very curious to see The Woman King just because like, I, and I hate it whenever you see, like you mentioned earlier, the preview to something so many times and it just totally tanks your interest. And that's like every time I see a trailer to something, every single time I see something and it is like another one, another notch. And I'm like, all right, that takes my excitement level a little bit uh, down a little bit more. Um, I am I I want to see something that looks very different. Pearl, even though I didn't like X, I'm like, this could be really unique. Like this could be really Ugh. different. I No, it's going to be the same freaking garbage. Hey, I did forget. I forgot a movie. I forgot another movie. Uh oh, what's that? It's it's a big one. I think a rel I think it's one of the bigger ones of September. I can't believe I did this. What's that? It's a Bobby Z movie. Oh my goodness, Pinocchio! It's called Pinocchio. It's called Pinocchio. <laughs> and I, I just watched the cartoon for the first time last week. Oh wow! I was a bad boy. I'd never seen it before. I was a real bad boy. <laughs> So I watched it and I w I was really into it. I thought it was nice and sweet and it was super weird. Yeah. I mean they they he smokes cigars. <laughs> yeah. With like a boy. 
There's an island where boys are kidnapped and taken to and turned into animals, which is super strange. Real the island's weird. called Pleasure Island, <laughs> which immediately makes it makes me think it's some sort of sex thing. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, what is this movie? This is weird. But I, I found it sweet outside of the weird stuff. And then the music was good. And I missed that old school animation. So we have Bobby Z's Pinocchio with... Mm. Mr. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. We just got the first like full trailer two yeah. weeks before this comes out, which is the most insane thing. This should be coming out in theaters. Yeah, this looks good. Uh, this really does look good. Um, I, I, I'm excited. Do you want to do this one too? Yeah, let's do it. I I will... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll find... Uh, I'm currently looking to see uh, a few scores that I could compare it to, but... Now, this concerns me, though. We did our bonus movie. Should we still keep the monsters, or do you want to do a random random number again? I mean, I would still stick... The thing is, I would, st- uh, I would stick with 10, unless you end up like having something and shaking it off, but I'm, I'm okay keeping it. We'll keep it. I'm cool with keeping it. Because you think you do believe that you're going to lose that one. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm not feeling too great about yeah, it. Kinda, <laughs> that's a risky move, but I don't know. People, <laughs> I mean, that legitimately, the thing, if it gets a low rating, I can't imagine it getting below like 15%, which means I still win. True. So yeah. I don't know. Pinocchio. I can, I can guess first on this one. What was the last, no, the last live action Disney one that they just did? That they remade. Hmm. I thought it'd be funny too in the trailer. It's like from the studio that brought you, and it lists like Aladdin and then something else. And I thought it'd be funny if it said from the studio that brought you Pinocchio (laughs) in the Pinocchio trailer. And then um, I said that to somebody and they didn't find that as funny as I did. I like that. Um, What was the last one? Was it Aladdin? I don't, I feel like. No. They did Lady and the Tramp. After oh that. yeah 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 that's right but that honestly i haven't watched that and i totally was forgot it, about was that. it lion king here we go here we go i think aladdin came out after lion king oh we had mulan we had mulan and then lady and the tramp was before that and then the lion king was before okay that. so mulan got decent reviews right I can't remember. I want to say there, once again, there was a lot of controversy whenever that came out because that was one of those movies that came out on Disney+. Plus. Um, all right, so it looks yeah, like... Same. 73%. Which is pretty decent. Which is pretty decent. Yeah. I I do think this looks maybe like... A, a, Bobby Z needs a win. And I believe that this could be the win that Bobby Z gets and mm-hmm. needs. So I'm going to say... I'll say I'll say 79%. That's the thing like with this I I feel like this could end up being this could end up being his biggest hit in terms of like critically in a while because Marwin Welcome to Marwin was his last movie and that no, just No, no, he did uh, remember he did The Witches which we both were not oh, into. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Um he hasn't had a, a good, I would say, a good movie since, I don't think, Allied. It's been a long time. That was in 2016. Marwin, yeah. I didn't hate. 
It wasn't it wasn't great, but I didn't hate it like some people. The Witches right. I thought was pretty bad for a handful of reasons. Um, yeah. So Bobby Z needs a W. He does, and honestly, I mean, I guess he doesn't because he's made so many great movies. But in terms of his recent filmography, so you said eighty-eight. I said seventy-nine. So seventy-nine. I don't know where I got eighty-eight. Um, I bet hmm. you go. You should go eighty-eight. That seems too high. Why am I helping That's, you out? No. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm now, this is, of all the movies for guessing, I feel like this is the most difficult because I think this one has potential, but because of Bobby Z's track record, unfortunately, I think that could, it's not necessarily that's going to foreshadow what will end up happening. But then um, these, the thing is, these Disney movies the live-action versions have been so spotty and hit and miss. I'm going to say 70%. 70, okay. Maybe it depends on how far they stray because the people ripped on The Lion King because it was just The Lion King, you know? Like, they didn't do enough to change it. So maybe if yeah. they, if this feels like it's warranted, you know, to turn into a live-action, then... People will like it. I just think this looks more like a Bobby Z movie than we've gotten in a long time. Yeah. The Witches, I couldn't tell you that he did The Witches. I think Marwin has a lot of, there's like, not not the, they're not like animated sequences, but it's parts where it's like the toys that come alive or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. That feels very much like Zemeckis and then other parts of that movie really don't. So I think this, I think this will be, I think he'll have his little Bobby Z stamp on it. And I'm looking forward to this, even though, I mean, I have no problems watching it at home. It just feels, it feels like little little Pinocchio's getting the short end of the stick. So I went back and I'm like, you know what? This movie looks closer in terms of, I know they ended up changing quite a bit, but Beauty and the Beast, of all the live actions, for some reason, I feel like this one to me, seems more along the lines of that. Beauty and the Beast, the live action, got 71%. Mm. And then Cinderella actually got, I don't know if it's the highest, but it got 83%. The Lion King tanked at 52%. Lady and the Tramp got right above that with 65%. Um, And then, of course, The Witches... uh, Raw Dolls, The Witches by Bobby Z got 49%. So I think based on Bobby Z's track record, it could end up bringing that down, which I, I say that with with all due respect. You know, we've talked about uh, the love of Bobby Z. Uh, always have been a big fan of Robert Zemeckis, but um, I think just with his, his style, there's something that is just maybe a little... Um, it just is disconnected. I don't know if that's the right word. But, um, yeah, I, now I feel a little better about 70%. I do think it's going to hit somewhere in the 70s. This could be very interesting because for us, it's going to be... Uh, I, th- I feel like this could be very close. I feel like this is going to be closer for Pinocchio than it is going to be with the Monsters. Yeah, you bit, you, you butchered the Monsters. I you went know. too low. You got a little too cute on that one. <laughs> that's what i believe know. i truly believe that 
So we have, oh crap, there's, I forgot another movie. I forgot another movie. Is it, uh, it's gotta be streaming, right? No, I'm just kidding, I made that up. Okay, I what was if like, I just kept forgetting and we just don't have this? <laughs> so now we have 11 movies up for grabs. Woo! Um, I don't feel confident about any of these minus the monsters. I'm pretty sure that I got that one in the can because it's not going to get. I would be shocked if it's 10% or below. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, if it's if it gets that low of a of a rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I will buy it on Blu-ray <laughs> to just honestly to punish myself. And I'll buy you a copy too. <laughs> you know, I just don't believe that's going to happen. So we got, we got a lot of movies. My confidence level is at an all time low, especially after getting my butt kicked for the month it's, of July and August. It's just bad. This is just not fun, but I have a good chance to come back. You, yeah, you need to come back with this. And, you know, I'm looking at, I'm like, I'm really curious what it is. And it's uh, the lowest rated movies or ranked movies of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm looking at this list and we've got Mac and Me, the movie that Paul Rudd loves bringing up between Conan O'Brien. That got 7%. Um <laughs> Now, is there like a certain amount of reviews that have to be accounted for? Not sure. Like if it has four reviews, I mean, obviously that yeah. shouldn't go down as the lowest. Like somehow they have to do math yeah. and figure it out. So, and obviously Eddie Murphy's Pluto, The Adventures of Pluto Nash released in 2002 got 5% because that movie's always oh. been like heavily Pam. Movie 43, when this movie came out in 2013, I remember... Uh, it was one of those Fairley brothers, right? It was yeah. uh, actually... Well, no, it was a handful of directors. S several, yeah. So uh, there's like Stephen Brill, Peter Farley, Will Graham, uh, Steve Carr. A lot of different movie stars. That movie got 4%. Um, let's see here. There's Flatliners, released in 2017, got 4%. Um, God. The Fog remake, released in 2005, got 4%. Goodness. Yeah. That so awful all, too. All all of these four percenters. Um sadly, uh the whole ten yards released in two thousand four, four percent. Um so I feel like now I feel like I should have went with four percent. But <laughs> but seeing all of this, oh, 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 recently Kevin Bacon's The Darkness released in twenty sixteen got three percent. Well, how many reviews? Let me see here. That's a, I've never that's even a heard of that question. movie. Because um, I'm, I'm scrolling through and just looking at... Uh, let, me, let me pull that up. Because now I'm really curious. I just pulled up this list. I was looking separately to see, just in general, what, 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 what we're working with here. And let me see. Kevin Bacon's The Darkness. Meanwhile, I'll keep scrolling while this is loading. Um, but yeah, all of these... like. This list of, oh, uh, Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill got 3%, released in 2011. Let me see, Three? Jack and Jill, 3%. And I want to say that got like a decent amount of views. Let's see, how many how many critics? 117. Yeah, I mean, that was a time when a lot of people 
you know, obviously Rotten Tomatoes was a thing and a lot of people, and that's a that was a big movie. Like it came out in wide release, so. Oh boy, I still think nope. yeah, you got Ooh, a little, man. you got too cute, you got too cute with this. Rings, uh, that movie released in 2017, eight percent. Did you figure yeah. out the darkness thing? We got to wrap this up. The darkness, yeah. Um, Oh, that's not good. Only thirty-five reviews. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. We locked it in, so we we just yeah. No, it's it, so uh, no. I'll keep it. Um, I feel I feel com I feel okay about it. Um, but yeah, I just I'll be honest. That movie, Monsters, just and I've got you know I I've watched reruns of it too with my family. This. I don't think I'd ever watch it. If it weren't for, <laughs> if it if if we never podcasted, I think I would totally skip it. All right, we got to wrap this up. Um, but I cannot wait for this movie. I'm so excited. I wish it was the end of September. We just have uh, one month to wait for that. But all right, film fans. Well, all I can say, uh, I'm I'm left speechless on the whole monsters thing. But uh, I'll just leave you with this. Keep watching.